0: Welcome to the Hillside Podcast. We trust that you'll be impacted by listening to today's message. It's really nice to get out at night. We've got a six-month-old and a two-year-old, so I don't get out at night very often. And it's great to be out. It's a new world out here. (laughs) Freedom! Yeah, Uh, but yeah, seasons, I guess. Um, Tonight, I'm going to be speaking... With the rest of our series that we're doing at the moment, called "Family," it's on being church, being family. It's something that I absolutely love talking about, and I'm, I'm really for. And um, yeah, I just want to encourage you to just just hear and, and hear what God's saying, what God's prompting you for, and to um, specifically, well, yeah, specifically church, uh, speaking about being sons and daughters of the house. So who's been here for longer than a year? Yeah, I'd say you're, I mean, that's a bare minimum, but you're a son or a daughter of this house. Okay, so I want to speak to you a little bit about this tonight. Um, I'm absolutely loving the the topic. I'm loving this conversation we're having around Hillside about being family. You know, what did Jesus come to do? restore us and bring back the family, bring the family back together. That's what He's done. He's invited us into the family of the Trinity. He's grafted us into that. So we, we are no longer us and God and no longer, you know, the Trinity, but it's us. We're a family and the church represents God, and the church represents our marriage with Him, and the church is family. Okay, you guys with me? Very, very quiet for the Sunday crowd. I thought you guys would have been a little more lively. So firstly, to keep up with what what you've been speaking about, I'm going to do a little bit of a pitch here, but we have a podcast where all our preachers go to, we've got Hillside Conversations podcast where we talk about specific topics. If you guys can or want to keep up to date, and if you've missed any of the, the sessions in the last few weeks about family, go to our podcast, download it, search for Hillside Church on your podcast app, and we will scream at you, and hopefully they have all synchronized with that beautiful tree, but if not, you'll recognize the logo. Um, and then we've also got a couple of great messages coming up, I know... Uncle Zane there, Zane's going to be speaking on on family next week as well, here, same time, same place. And we've got Rog speaking next week, Sunday morning, about relating, how to relate to fathers and, I'd say, mothers as well. Is that correct? Or just fathers? Well, probably in the same thing. Come and find out. We will come and find out. Well, you guys really are quite dead. Hey? Let's, let's stand up, stand up, stand up. Come on. Okay, let's stretch. Ugh. Move those hamstrings or whatever these muscles are. I don't know what they are. <laughs> are you guys okay? Yes. Okay. I don't want to be falling asleep here while I'm speaking because it's very quiet in this charismatic church. Okay. So, Belonging. Uh, let's go back here. There we go. Belonging. We all belong here. We be, every one of us belongs to a community. We belong to a home. We belong to a family. Okay, so whether or not you, you feel you belong here is beside the point. We all belong somewhere. If we don't belong somewhere, we have that deep yearning inside of us to belong. It's a natural human instinct. God has put it in us to belong to a community. Okay, Amen. That's a kid saying amen. So at Hillside, this family we have we are a family, we're an awesome community. I love it. I've been here for just over 10 years and I absolutely love this place. I love every single one of you guys. Um, But as Hillside we have a promise to people who come and want to come in from the community and be a part of us. So let's go first, firstly, our promise to people who come here is that the world has its problems, but we collectively are the answer to those problems. Jesus said that we are the city on a hill, a light that cannot be hidden and the salt of the earth. That's what we are. Through us, he has promised to bless the nations in order to be the answer. How pretty, how cool is that as a family, hey? That is our mandate. That's what we do. It's pretty powerful, guys. Hey. Okay, but in order for us to be the answer, we have to first find the answer ourselves. Okay. You guys with me? This is either really good or very boring. I'm feeling a bit. No, I'm kidding. Okay. So how do we do this? How do we do this? Okay. Firstly, we do this through encounter with the Person of Jesus. Okay. Every meeting we have, guys, I'm going to go a little bit of my notes here, but every thing we do here as a When we gather together as people, I just want to say that church is not about our Sunday meetings. Church is not about our home group meetings. Church is not about the prayer meetings. Church is not about all these things. But these things are in place so we can come and encounter Jesus together. Are you with me? Yes, encountering Jesus on your own is a very important thing. But that encounter in your own space should always fuel our encounter together when people come and visit when uh, when people who don't know Christ come visit they're not going to encounter some or they're not going to encounter Jesus unless they encounter us or another church community down the road or up the road or wherever are you guys with me so these meetings we have is the facilitation of encountering the Christ how many of us okay turn to your neighbor and say, you are an encounter. Okay. I'm an encounter. Hey, that's good. Okay. So every every time we come here, it is to encounter Jesus with each other and introduce people to Jesus. Introduce them into an encounter with Jesus. Whatever that looks like. Whether you're floating in the ceiling or you're Just really stoked, or you're crying, or whatever it looks like for that person. All we want to do is, Hillside, is introduce you to Jesus. Here's Jesus. He's a pretty good guy. Okay. In 2015, we, my wife and I, were, 2014, we were blessed with a trip to Turkey for two, almost three weeks. And that was incredible. The great thing about Turkey is there's this region in the middle of Turkey which is called Cappadocia, and in Cappadocia, they have there's a lot of church history there. There's a lot of history with the old you know the church fathers. There's there's rock churches. So these guys didn't have PA systems. They didn't have buildings. They didn't have, They were persecuted Christians who fled there for their lives. And they had these rock churches where these paintings were in. And also to remember that they didn't have a Bible. They didn't have a phone with an app on it that had the ESV on it. They didn't have the Gospel of Mark, the Gospel of Luke. They didn't have all these books. They had paintings and they had this. They had each other. Okay, so... As, my, as uh, my wife's name is Bron, we were we were walking around, just exploring these like derelict, dusty areas, and walking into these big rocks, you know, in the side of a mountain where the people would make a church or a home, and it was just the most incredible thing to see these like just. The paintings on the walls, all the paintings had to, were, were, they were telling stories. They were telling stories of the saints and what, you know, what they had done. They were telling stories of Jesus on the walls and on, this, on the roofs of these, these, these rock churches were the stories of Jesus, they were the gospel stories. And what people would do is they would come and walk from like a probably... They, the guys reckoned like a two to three, maybe five-kilometer radius to a central place with your immediate community to encounter Jesus through stories and with each other. How amazing is that? I remember sitting in sitting in one of these little rock churches and just looking at the the paintings and just being like, "Wow." It's like, what, are we, what, is the, what is the church doing? What are we meeting for? It made, really made me question deep down, what are we meeting for? Are we meeting for the worship? Are we meeting for the preach? Are we meeting for the coffee? Are we meeting for, you know, what, what are we meeting for? Actually, we are meeting for Jesus to encounter Him and, and introduce people to Him. That is what the church did. That is what the early church. That there was the whole thing, and it was incredible, really, really incredible. And I, I, I believe what we have here at Hillside is, is amazing. And I still get caught up, and I still get frustrated with this like structure of church. But structure has to be there, especially when you when there's a gathering of. Okay, we don't have 400 people here tonight, but collectively we're about 500 people in this community. So there has to be those meetings. There has to be all the structure in place to, in order to facilitate encounter. So what we have here is amazing. I really, really, I'm, I'm fully convinced. And it's amazing and incredible to see the journey we're walking and just where we've come from and where we're going and just seeing the, the importance of encounter with Jesus. Hey, how good is that? You guys good? Yep. Okay, so we are family. Us. Which leads me to the next thing on how we do this. Through being family together. This is how we how we do this is how we do um, being salt of the earth this is how we do being the light is about being family together so a encountering Jesus together b being family we are the cultural we are God's cultural outpost of heaven on earth every family has a culture Hey. My, my my family culture is better than my name family culture that I do know and no, I'm kidding <laughs> they they're strange but we all we all have cultures we all do things differently you guys okay yes cool and I culture is something I used to think about quite a lot and I, I believe that culture no culture we, I, I don't believe we have a right to say one culture is better than another. And one culture is right and one culture is wrong. But, but, I believe every culture has to bow its knee to the culture of heaven. Every culture. It doesn't matter what you look at which culture you're looking at. Every knee has to bow to the culture of heaven. Every, every cultural transformation we have and we do, every cultural practice we do needs to be filtered through the finished work of the cross and filtered through the empowerment of heaven. That's, that's what I believe. So coming back to family. In families we have mothers and brothers, sisters, and fathers, right? And I know we use fathers as a generic term for mothers and fathers and sons for generic term of, term of sons and daughters. But um, let's look at Matthew 12, 46 to 50. While he, Jesus, was still speaking to the people, behold, his mother and his brothers stood outside asking him to speak to him. But he replied to the man who told him, who is my mother? Who are my brothers? And stretching out his hands towards his disciples, he said, here are my mother and brothers. For whoever does the will of my father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. That's pretty intense. Okay. If you believe that Jesus Christ has redeemed us, or redeemed you and restored your relationship to God, we are brothers and sisters. If you believe that Jesus Christ is your salvation, we are brothers and sisters, mothers and fathers. Mothers and fathers being people that are more mature than us or wise than us, and brothers and sisters who are kind of the same, we're being practical here, but same age thing, you know? So, and I don't actually think we we were having an interesting conversation the other day that I don't think we can we relate to every older person as a father or a mother figure, which is interesting. But we also don't relate to every person as a brother or sister, and each person, each role has a different function and. It's very, very interesting, and I'm sure Rog might cover some of that next week. So you'll have to come in the morning to see. Um, Timothy, Timothy says in 1 Timothy 5, 1 and 2, he says, "Don't be harsh or impatient with an older man. Talk to him as if you uh, talk to him as you would your own father, and to the younger men as your brothers. Reverently honor an older woman as you would your bro- mother." and the younger woman as sisters. I love that. Every single person in this community is our family. Every single person. We are here for each other. How good is that, eh? Hey? Gary and I had a conversation this week on the Hillside's podcast. We are talking about church being family. And it touched on us being here for each other. I cannot encounter God with, well, I can, but why would I want to miss out on an encounter with God that you bring to me? We each bring a different aspect of God. We each bring a different anointing, a different gifting that I will never be able to experience without you and vice versa. And we we need each other. We need each other for, for support. We need each other for, you know, to bounce stuff off. We need each other for praying for each other. We just need each other to sit down and laugh together. How good is laughing together? It doesn't always have to be super spiritual. Actually, laughing is spiritual. But just to sit and have a beer with your brother and sister and just talk. We need each other. This is what we're made for. We belong to each other. Family doesn't leave family. When we get bummed with each other, we don't just say, oh, that's it. You know, done. Jesus wouldn't get cross with his disciples and be like, oh, you guys messed up. I'm out of here. Cheers, Oaks. No. He challenged them. He challenged them with conversation. He challenged them with... With calling them back, calling them up, calling them closer to Him, and actually, this is something I'm, I'm seeing with my boy at the moment: is when, when there's when the relationship is breaking. We know when when your relationship with each other is taking strain. Instead of sitting and waiting for Him to come to me, go to Him or her. This relationship is important. This is what church is. It's our relationship. It's so important. Okay. We are here for each other. We also I'm sorry, I'm f- I'm flying through these things, but um Yeah, let's let's pursue each other. Let's let's not just Hey, how's it Sunday church buddy? You know, how are you doing? Generic, generic conversation, small talk, small talk, whatever, whatever. It's Ah, who can I call? Ah, cool. Hey, bro, how are you doing? Why don't you come over for a Or let's go for a beer. Or let's go for, get the kids over and let's have pancakes with everyone. Or I don't know, whatever it looks like, we need to get beyond being stuck and, in, and encountering each other here and moving into our homes. This is a facility to facilitate a greater gathering, but a home space and this space should not be divided. Our, fam- our our biological family, and this family should not be two separate entities. We are, we are together. We are here for each other. Our families are here for each other's families. So let invite people. Let's build those relationships. Let's get into the, that. Is what's so powerful about home groups and small groups is that is is this connection. Because Sunday morning's time is very limited. There's 400 people who want to talk to you, and there are chickens in the oven on slow roast, and the kids are screaming, and, 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 and. and it's like, I'm like that on a Sunday. But if you want to get to know me, don't try to get to know me on a Sunday. Come during the week and crash in my office, or take me out for a Coke, or I don't know, whatever. Whatever it is, that's where you get to know me. So you got to get beyond our Sunday services and break break out of the molding. Invade people's spaces nicely. Okay, are you guys with me? Cool. So we belong together. Let's, another thing I just want to touch on. What's the time? Okay, cool. Being, being family, there's, there's, and Zane and I were talking about this last week briefly, is Being sons and daughters of the house is a difference between being babies and toddlers and being teenagers growing up to adults. So baby and toddler children, sons and daughters of the house, they run around, they have fun, it's la 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 la, making a mess, it's awesome and it's needed. But we need to step beyond that at times and mature and transition into a place of maturity where we're taking ownership of the home. Where we're taking ownership of our I don't want this to sound manipulative at all, but I'm saying it's just let's take ownership of this campus. Let's take ownership of, of each other. Let's take ownership of our meetings. Let's take ownership of the things burning in our hearts and start stuff and do stuff and let let's grow up a little And start going after the things that He has put in us. And whether whether it's starting something, or whether it could be starting something, or just supporting someone, getting alongside someone and saying, hey, you want to start a kids' club? I'm going to do it with you. How can I help you? Okay. So there's, we need to transition from being the immature children who are running around, which is great. It's, that's important. But we, we, we grow up and we get mature and we, we need a transition into that space where we're taking ownership of the home, more responsibilities put on us. Imagine I ran around my parents' house now like a toddler. It would be amazing. But they would not be loving me. That's so good. Okay. How do we do this? So encountering Jesus, being family together, and through engaging, we learn to serve the world w- with the power and the love and the kingdom of God. We need to get our hands dirty, and this is what I was talking about now. In when we first when we first moved to Durban in 2000. And, oh gosh, I'm getting old. Um, I think it was 2007, we moved here. We had visited Hillside before, but within two weeks of us moving in here, we had come here, and I was like, this is my home. And you know what what the first thing is that I did? I walked myself over to that church house to some people, some of the guys that I had met who were on staff, and I said, cool, so how can I help? And... I landed up I still remember it clear as daylight. We had a like an alt worship session with the, with the youth and I single handedly, with a little bit of help, um, stuck papers all over the wall, which took an entire day and made the made made this room white. But and some of the guys would just like flip, who is this guy? You know, who is this? Who is this? And I'm not saying to brag, I'm I'm saying this because I is it there? Must yeah. My sense of belonging came from taking ownership of my home and helping the family work and create a safe space for people to encounter Jesus. That is how I found and and felt like I belonged. Is, is belonged even the right word? Belonged. English teachers out there help me. But it's it's through through. Getting involved is where you, where you feel like you're, you know. getting... Who have you of you have watched Banner Brothers? Yeah? Who of you know of Banner of Brothers? Okay, a story of the guys in the war. It's Easy Company, 501st uh, Platoon, and they, they went through the entire war. Obviously, guys died and stuff, but they, they were this tightly, tightly bonded unit of brothers. And you know how, you know why they felt like that is because they went through stuff together. And when we are getting in here and going out on the streets together and preaching the gospel together and running services together and doing worship together and doing you know all these things together, it's in those spaces where we, we grow our relationships, as we, we, we become tightly knit brothers and sisters. Obviously, wars an extreme, but you, you kind of get what I'm I'm saying. I just want to encourage us to, yeah. I just want to encourage you guys to get involved. We and I know there's work pressure and kid pressure, and that's understandable. Absolutely understandable. I'm in that space also, but to find somewhere that you can support or pioneer or do something you have permission which is my next slide stop waiting for permission to do stuff do it okay take your finger like this put it over there on your chest and say I have permission stop waiting for permission As long as you carry the family culture, the values, and the kingdom, you have permission. So go forth and multiply. Do stuff. Just do stuff. Just whether you're a pioneer or if you're a supporter, it doesn't matter. Like, we need you. I need you. You need me. Okay? We're family. We're here for each other. We belong together so our our Sunday meetings what is that? our Sunday meetings is a place we create for people whether it's us or people who don't know Jesus yet to come and encounter one another and encounter Jesus what are home groups? it's the same thing or are our prayer meetings, much the same thing. What are any other gatherings we do? Whether it be social or ministry focused, is to encounter Jesus. Are you guys good? Okay. So to recap, the world has its problems, but we collectively are the answer to those problems. Jesus said that we are a city set on a hill a light that cannot be hidden, and the salt of the earth. Through us, his family, our family, he has promised to bless all nations in order to be the answer. However, we must first find the answer for ourselves. And that is, we do this through through encounter with the person of Jesus, through being family together, and through engaging where we learn to serve the world with the power and love of the kingdom. Thank you. Thanks for listening. We'd love to hear your story if you've been encouraged by this episode. You can connect with us on Facebook or leave a review on our podcast.